Welcome to episode 63 of the UK Run Chat podcast. I'm Joe Williams and in this episode I chat with Gary McKee. Gary is a fundraiser and takes on some hefty challenges to raise money for his chosen charities, which includes our charity partner, Macmillan Cancer Support. You may remember last year we spoke with Gary while he was completing 110 marathons in 110 days as part of Macmillan's 110-year anniversary. Well, Gary is coming close to completing a full year of daily marathons, 365 in 365. We recorded this last week, and today he has completed his 347th. Enjoy listening to this chat with Gary. If you'd like to sponsor his incredible efforts, please see the link on our social media posts. That link is justgiving.com forward slash 365. That is the three words, 365 with no spaces. So justgiving.com forward slash 365. Enjoy. Welcome, Gary. Thanks for thanks for coming back on. No problems, How are you? Um, considering I've ran for what is it, 342 years, over 9,000 miles, I'm good. You're doing good. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, good, good. I was just, uh, I, I was looking on your Twitter before, just working out which day it was today. 342 on the trot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. How, how are you feeling? How's your, how's your body holding up? And I think after a while, same as anything else, you... You just get used to doing what you do, yeah. And it becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. Build a bit of routine, and 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 you go with it, yeah. And that's what I've done. And I've had, don't get me wrong, when you're doing what I'm doing, you've got to pick up little niggles and what have you. And I've just managed those, so I, I do feel pretty good, to be honest with you. Yeah, good, good. So, for, so for those those who are listening who haven't um who haven't seen your challenge, do you just want to explain what you're up to? Started uh, the challenge on the first of January, yep, twenty twenty two, and I'm running a marathon at the end of the whole year, so three hundred sixty five marathons in three hundred sixty five days, mm-hmm. and I'm on day three hundred forty two. I've got twenty three left to do. Yeah, and and this is all, and you, this is all part of your your fundraising for Macmillan. Yeah, it's fundraising for Macmillan Cancer Support, who mm-hmm. I've been a fundraiser for for the last 20 years. Yeah. And Hospital Home West Cumbria, who do a fantastic job. I'm looking after our loved ones in the, the darkest times. And I wanted to raise some funds for them. I ran 110 marathons on the trot last year. Um, I raised yeah. over £200,000. And I knew when I'd finished that there was, there was plenty left. You know, the 110 was because Macmillan were celebrating the 110th year of existence and I wanted to help out with hospice because COVID had decimated fundraising opportunities. So yes. that's what I done. I raised £200,000 of it. Yeah. And so just just give us give us a little bit of background then, because we that's when we actually last spoke on the podcast, wasn't it, when you were doing the 110 and the 110? But the, the, you, you've done some challenges before that as well, haven't you? I have. I first, I started uh, as a fundraiser when my dad passed away, and I thought back to the the day that we were told he had cancer, yeah, and how people were being told that devastating news, same as we had been. And yeah, although my dad was a cancer survivor, I wanted to do something in his memory, knowing that people go through the difficult times that we'd gone through. Yes. So I, the first thing I ever done was a cycle through Brazil. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And there were 60 people took part. It was around about 70, 80 miles a day, very undulating. It was on mountain bikes. It was through a bit of forestry and a bit of road work and off-road. And it was difficult, you know, and yeah. I raised a lot of money. Yeah. And I seen how that was benefiting other people. So I had a bit of a bug. Um, mm-hmm. Following year, I climbed Kilimanjaro and I trekked through New Zealand. Then we started with our family and I realised I didn't want to be away from the family so I started doing more challenges at home. Um, yeah. I ran the coast to coast, uh, I cycled it. Mm-hmm. I ran from Lanzette to Cancrots. Yeah. And that was that was fantastic. I was running about 32 mile a day for 27 days. Yeah. So in the country from the bottom to the top. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say a snail's pace but I was running pace where you could just stop and I remember when we were in Scotland, we were just, it was very peaceful, hardly any cars on the roads and yeah. we were watching a guy fishing and we were just standing on the bridge watching him catching salmon and it was just lovely, you know, you hear all the birds song and yes. it, it was just fantastic. So I've done lots of fundraising in the past year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Very good. And, and you mentioned your family there. I remember us, I remember us talking about this previously because your family get involved as well, didn't they? Yeah. So whenever we do something, we do it as a family. Yeah. And when we started the 365 or before we actually started it, we sat down and we discussed how they could help out. And his 15-year-old son, who was actually 14 at the time, he said he was doing 365 with me. What I didn't want it to do was impact too much on family activities and stuff. So yeah. although I would go on holiday, the family would. But I would go, he said, well, if you're doing 365, I'll do it with you. I'm not going on holiday. And my other son said, well, if he's not going, I'll bring my mate. <laughs> so, like job in cheese. My daughter's only 10. Yeah. She cycled 10 full marathons with me. No. She, they do, she does um, a few mile every night on the spin bike. Our boy does at least 10 mile, and he's done 45 full marathons with me. So he's heading towards covering 5,000 mile himself this year. Yeah. He's only 15. Wow. He also said, um, when I said, Listen, you don't have to not go on holiday, he said, well, he'll make you a cup of tea when you come in after your marathon. Oh, bless him. You know, so honestly, <laughs> absolutely. People often say about my sleep patterns, however, and I can tell you, I go to bed with a smile on my face, know all that my children contributing towards what I'm doing and it makes it so much easier. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's phenomenal. They're doing some serious mileage, aren't they? Serious mileage. Yeah. yeah. And, and, do you know something? It's, it's all on their terms as well. So, yeah. um, my wife's just got to pick up my other son. Yeah. Um, the later's in the house with me, so we're, we're preparing dinner for tonight for when my wife and my other son come in and they're, they're just helping out around the house and doing things because, you know, when you run a marathon a day, it takes up a lot of your time. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of time to do other things. But it's different there because we are all doing stuff together. They're preparing the meal with me. You know, our, our mini's already done a, a cycle and Paul going to the gym and he'll do his when he's, when he's had something to eat. But it's, it's phenomenal to be able to watch them and do things and not even ask to be asked to do it or do all the know. It's three six five, and they're just up and away, and they do it. And on the weekends, when Bo's not at school, he'll come and do a full marathon with me on the bike, and he just loves the crack. He loves what's going on. He loves chattering with people, and you know, showing that difficult doesn't mean impossible. Yeah. And as adults, that's something that we need to take on ourselves. We often put things to one side, and it's either for me, it's either one day or it's day one. You know, and, and usually the latter, it's day one, let's start now, let's yeah. not wait 
do it now. Yeah. And that's what I've always encouraged my children to do. Don't sit back and watch time go by. Do it now. And they do. You know, so it's great to see that. Yeah, you must be very proud. And that's that's a great that's a great um saying, one day or or day one. Very yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. I like because that. people do put things off, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Then, yeah, you and do. Then you run out of road, you run mm. out of time. And when you look back you you can't do the things that you wanted to do when you were younger because you're no longer younger. Yes. So do it now. No, that's what I've always said. Do it now. Yeah. Very good. But well, take take me back to the um the planning of this one then, Gary, because you did your 110 in 110 last year. Did, did you know you were going to go for this at, at that time? Or were, were you just or were you looking for something else after you'd finished the 110? Or, or, yeah, did, I yeah? think uh, because we sort of praised through the 110, I found it particularly easy. Yeah. Um, the hardest part is juggling work and juggling your, your balance and your, your family life and, and things like that. Yes. But because it was only 110 days, uh, it was over and done within, you know, four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we decided, I knew that I could stretch myself further. And it's also an opportunity for a lot of other people to get involved. I wanted to get into schools and um, tell the children about the benefits of exercise and also the benefits of fundraising, how you can help other people whilst you're helping yourself. Yeah. So there was always a lot of focus on that. There was a focus on galvanizing the community and getting people out moving there was a facebook page set up called inspired to move because people had seen what i was doing and there's now there's thousands of people on that who's following it daily yeah. and who's uh, uh, who's um being in touch with each other they're doing fell walks they're doing all sorts you know yeah. diet plans all sorts of things that's inspiring them to get out and do something but there was lots of lots of different things and ultimately it was about raising money to help the charities and also, whilst raising money, signposting that the charities are there and how they can support people who's, you know, found themselves in in dark times. Yes. So we, we sat down and um, I put a bit of a team together. I asked people who would help me. And then a lot of people just got on board. And, you know, there's people who I haven't met before who come and said, can I run with you? And we became, you know, friends and yeah. people were following me on Strava and asking if they could um, join me, which of course the answer was yes. So there was somebody come from London. Um, I was down in London a couple of weeks ago. He'd organised an event for me that raised, I think it was 5,000, 6,000 pounds. So lots of different things have, have happened and people have travelled from lots of different places to come and join me. Yeah. You, I, I love your mindset. The hundred and ten was only four months. It's like it's such a commitment that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's brilliant, brilliant. Ed, you you spoke about juggling your time. Then what what does your what does your day look like? And what does it look like all year? You know, do you run at the same time? Yeah, or is it, yeah. What does I it look try like? to. Yeah. I try to. Um, I try to go at the same time. A couple of reasons. One is because your body gets used to times and yeah. stuff, so you you, you clock. Um, your, your toilet, things at the same time, and you know, and I had to obviously I've got to balance work with it as well. So I've been working mostly on the afternoon shift. Yeah. It starts at two o'clock, so that would allow me to get me running, get home, get fed, showered, do a bit of recovery, um, do my social media stuff, and then go to work. Yeah, it's trying to get as much sleep as possible as well because the most important part is your recovery, and your recovery means sleep. Yeah. Um, I've kept on my annual leave. I didn't use much leave last year. 
and have for, and work have helped out. We get special leave for community activities and things like that. So work have helped out. My colleagues have helped out in the office. I've worked a little bit from home, which has helped enormously. Yeah. Um, but then I picked up an injury um, round about July. Okay. Which was a hamstring problem. Um, yeah. And, and it just meant that all my marathons were getting done in round about 3.45. Okay. But then I picked up this injury and I had to slow things right down just to, to get through yeah. the day. And that meant that I had to go earlier because uh, it was taking longer and yeah. it, it just took up more of my time. So I was setting out earlier. And that's, that's fine until, you know, the dark nights come and dark mornings and stuff. So it's it was a case of 6 o'clock start in the morning as opposed to 8 o'clock where it usually been yeah. in torches on but when I'd slowed down it also gave a lot of people the opportunity to join me because the pace was a bit quick for them to begin with yeah you know not been constant 345s out yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's difficult yeah. um, for people to, uh, to come and run them sort of times mm-hmm. so I just slowed everything down um, 10 minute miles and it was over four hours and I was getting comments on Strava, you know, why is your pace change? Can you just not do it anymore? And things like that. But, you know, I, I think people needed to see the bigger picture of what was going on. Did people realise I was going to work? Did they realise I, I had three children and a family and my wife works shifts? Yeah. The house doesn't do itself and, you know, the kids don't feed themselves. I feed them, and you, you know. So there's all sorts of things to, to balance there. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a... I started managing my expectations instead of other people's. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, so social media, I mean, we, it can be such a positive place when somebody's looking for, to comment, yeah. to comment like that. It's mad considering what you, what you're doing. I mean, you're still doing, so you're doing four hour marathons when you're injured. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. And it was just a case yeah. of slowing down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it is, it's been a massive, um, support from the community the people put boxes out for me which has got water in so as you imagine we were running we ran on the hottest day of the year that the UK has ever seen yes um, of course, it wasn't yeah. as hot to be as it was in some parts of the country but it was still 32 degrees yes you know and when you're running you need an abundance of fluids yeah. especially if there's a lot of you out running so people used to put baskets out that had bottles of water in and then they replenish them every single day and there was a guy who used to put some red dots on the path where I was running and where a red dot was 10 foot from it was an emergency stash of water so there was times when we would go into those but I also had people um, at the halfway point who would have always have a cup of tea a cup of coffee and cake yeah. um, they out every single day um during the, the when it was cold, they'd have hot water bottles and towels, and then somebody saying what was happening, they brought robes, and then somebody saying was wearing the robes, and they brought dry robes. So yeah. everybody rallied about, and it's, it's honestly, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's it's fantastic what people are doing for me. Yeah. When I first started, there was a guy who got in touch with me, and he said, "Can I come with you?" And those exchanges went back and forth, back and forth. And at the end of it, he said he was coming on his bike. And the last message he sent was, oh, by the way, I'm 75 years old. 
And I'm thinking, oh, what's going to turn up, you know? <laughs> so anyway, this guy come and you could tell that he'd looked after himself and yeah. he'd always been into running. He was a bit of a, he'd been all over the uh, world as a, as an official and, and things. And he'd done about 10 mile with me and he said, I've really enjoyed that. He said, can I come back again? And I said, yeah, I'm here for a year, you know, come back as often as you want. <laughs> so the next time he came back, he went to the halfway point where there was somebody there making a cup of tea. And the guy making a cup of tea said, uh, we like a cup of tea, he said, please, uh, milk and sugar. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he put his hand out and he says, uh, Bill Arnott. And the, the guy looked at him and he said, plumbing hell, Bill. He said, I haven't seen you for 60 years. No. And they went to school together. No. Went to school together. And they were both 75-year-old and hadn't seen each other for 60 years. Wow. So that, honest to God, we were looking at each other and it was that goosebump moment. Yeah. And they started talking about how their lives had gone on and, their families and the career paths and, and that's just, amazing and they sometimes when i go out now i'll go up to there i'll get to my halfway point and he's brian standing with bill you know they became <laughs> friends again and it's just and his wife's with him and bill's wife's there so there's, there's four of them just talking chatting away and he'll say i've brought you some cake up and honestly it's brilliant. just that's, that's the sort of support that i'm getting it's fantastic yeah brilliant i, I remember you um didn't didn't on the last one you had you had a beer didn't you did the local brewery or something do you a beer am I remembering right yeah so yeah. so they've done that again this year so they've called it Marathon Man three six five okay and uh, and they've kept it going they bottled it and they put it in casks as well and all the profits it's a non profit beer beer for the uh, brewery but all the profit will go on to they just give them page and normally they get round about five thousand pound on so because this has gone longer because it's a full year it'll probably make a little bit more which where, where do we get them then gary because i'll, I'll order so some called, of them in for christmas yeah it's, <laughs> you can get them in for christmas it's online it's called the ennerdale brewing company ennerdale and the beer is marathon man ale ipa right up my street the ipas are Oh, get on to it. You'll love it. It makes you run marathons. <laughs> They're getting stronger, though, these IPAs. Oh, you see some of them on the shelf, and they're nearly 7%. So I'm like, right yeah, off. Since I think this is about 5.5, 5.8 or something. Yeah, so that's, that's quite pokey, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. It's no good to me. I haven't had a beer all year. I, um, I was going to say, yeah, have you, have, you, um, have you had one or not? No, I've abstained. Uh, it, is, it wouldn't have mattered if I'd have had a couple of beers, you know, sometimes yeah. a couple of beers is good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I just thought, you know, we'll, we'll not go there and we'll, we'll wait on New Year's Eve and then get a skin full. Yeah, brilliant. I, uh, yeah, the, the, the way that these, you've brought the community together there is, is amazing. I was looking at your video earlier on your Twitter and there was people out and there was a sign up I saw that somebody had done yeah. as well. And there, is there a countdown sign I saw? They, they counting down the, yeah, so when we ended December, yeah. obviously there's 31 to go, and the sign went up, and now they put a they change the day every day, so yeah. it's 25, 24, 23 tomorrow. Um, when I run past it, and there's a basket there, and the, so in summer there was um, water and chocolate and stuff. Now there's hot vim door, so we come back to a hot vim door and a mince pie and stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Uh, it, it, oh, it's fantastic. Nice. Yes, I can't wait till the pigs in blankets come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the season now, isn't it? It certainly <laughs> is. Are you um, are you, are you doing the the, the same routes, or are you mixing it up at all, or what, what's that look like? I've, um, apart from five days, yeah, I've done the same route every day. Have you? And the reason for that is because it works for me. Yeah, everybody knows where I'm at at any time. They can jump in, jump out. Yeah, um, if people think they're only 
they will do an hour, you know, they'll come and do an hour. Yeah. Or they'll do a full lot, or they'll do a half, or they'll do whatever. The only times I haven't been here, I went to um, Manchester. Mm-hmm. I was invited to the Rugby League World Cup final. I actually brought the trophy out on the field. Oh, did you? Um, what a, uh, what a I moment did. that is. Nice. Brilliant. Uh, it was. It was It was fantastic. I got um, I got brought onto the field uh, as, you know, what I'd done and, I'm a rugby league man, yeah. Uh, so in rugby league circles, a lot, a lot of people knew about it. But to be at, at you know Old Trafford for the World Cup final and actually take the trophy onto the field uh, to a standing ovation was was incredible. Yeah, what a moment! Wow. Yeah, so wow. I ran, uh, I ran in Manchester that day before I went out, and I'd done my first ever park run, which uh, my marathon was incorporated. The park run was incorporated into my marathon distance. Yeah. Um, and it was the Stretford Park run. They normally have around about 400 people that, yeah. that advertised in advance that I was coming. Yeah. And there were 600 people turned up and I, I set them off. And it was just a good crack, you know, great to be chatting to folk. And there was Brilliant. lots of money went on the page that day. I'd done a five live interview um, with Chris Warburton. And the, he's, he's a great fella. He's, he's tried to get the, the word out there about what I'm doing. Yeah. And that went really well. And then the following day, uh, we watched the final and then we travelled down to London. Somebody, uh, as I said earlier, somebody had um, seen me on Strava and asked if he could join and he'd set up his own event in London. So I went down to the Olympic Park and we ran on the community track at the Olympic Park. Yeah. There was hundreds of people turned up for that. Um, so they're the only ones that have really taken me away from yeah. the normal route. Um, it was a bit strange not being there and not having your routine and doing your... Your, my routine when I, I normally massage my legs with the um, with the guns and stuff, and it was just a bit strange, you know. But yeah, but it was worth it financially. You know, there was lots of money went on the page because of it, so it was all good in the end. Of- yeah, I what, what a how lovely of them to recognise what you're doing and 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 uh, let you come and bring the trophy on the pitch. So, what a, what a really uh, nice, nice, yeah, really nice. That was all sorted out by John Dutton, who's the chief executive of the World Cup. You know, he wanted to recognise what I had done and he wanted to tell people and, and yeah. show the world. Um, Kev Sinfield come on the field at half-time and Kevin had phoned us up himself um, asking how he was going to get through or giving him a few pointers on his seven orders in seven days. Yeah. He knew what I'd done in the past. I actually, the first London marathon I'd done, I ran to London to take part in the marathon. So it was about 50 mile a day for the week and then run the London marathon. Yeah. So I, I talked to Kevin, I spoke to him in the, in the tunnel at half time before he came out. Um, he's a lovely fella and, you know, he's doing remarkable things. So mm-hmm. it was nice just to, to catch up with him and mm-hmm. it was fantastic of John to, to give me the opportunity to carry the World Cup out. There won't be many people does that, will there? No, no, very special. But very special. You meant you mentioned your recovery there. What did come on? Give us your tips. What what, what do you do to for your recovery? You mentioned sleep. I do. Yeah, sleep's obviously important because mm-hmm. you need to recharge the batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a lot of people often ask me, do you use ice baths and, and stuff like that? And they always say, no, not since I've had the heating fixed. <laughs> no, but I, I can't think of anything worse than sitting in an ice bath. <laughs> so I do the opposite. I use saunas. I, I've got a sauna in the gym at home. Yeah. And I, I just find that having heat on your body is more, I'm going to say more effective. I don't really know because I only use ice if I'm injured. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I use a lot of heat. I use my massage guns. I get a massage once a week. Um, I use the treadmill quite a bit just to keep my legs moving. Um, but again, it's all about time and balancing your time. So if I'm going to work, 
don't have that recovery time. What I do is I don't allow myself to be sitting in the seat for long. I'm up and moving about, keeping my legs moving. Yeah. Um, so it, it's about your hydration and your, your um, calorific intake as well. So yeah. somebody prepares me meals. Um, a friend who we were kids, we knocked around together as kids, and he's got a business yeah. that um, specialises in healthy food, and he yeah. drops, he does two food drops a week. So I, as soon as I've finished running, um, I open the fridge, I take something out, and I put it in the microwave, and I'm eating five minutes later. Yeah. Um, I'm running 185 mile a week, so you can imagine. You're getting through some food. Yeah. If you lose a pound a week, mm-hmm. it's 52 pound over the year. It's almost four stone. Yeah. Yeah. Most stones, a lot of weight to be yeah. losing, and yeah. it's very easy to lose a pound a week when you run 185 miles. Yes. So, um, so I keep an eye on, you know, on my weight, and um, during the summer months it was dropping quicker than it should. I was trying to bulk up, but you can only eat when you're hungry, really. Unless you, you know, you start force feeding yourself, and I, I didn't really want to do that, so I did keep an eye on my weight. Yeah. Um, and and, I, and I'm fine, you know. I'm, I, to, to be Honest, I'm, I'm in good nick. Yeah. Somebody who's run 9,000 mile, I, yeah. I really am. Um, I look good and I feel good. Yeah, good. And you, and you, you mentioned um, you know, somebody helping with your food there, and you mentioned about a team earlier on as well. You've, um, yeah. you, you, um, you always make time. I see your social videos each day, and you, and you thank because you have sponsors, don't you, for your vest and that kind of I thing. Do, yeah. You always yeah. make time for that, don't you? I've seen. Um, so I, I do the video in the morning and I send it to one of the girls who looks after all the social media stuff and she puts it out on Twitter and yep. she puts it out on the 365 page. I manage my own Facebook page. Yep. Um, but it, it's what keeps things going, it keeps things right and it spreads the word. On the Facebook page, on the 365 Marathon Man one, there's over 8,000 people following us, you know, so it's, uh, similar numbers on Twitter yep. and again, the similar numbers on Strava. Yep. Um, and th- th- it's a lot of traffic. Um we had a company who come and done um, a, a video for us. That's on the, the Twitter. You'll probably see it. Yeah. The one where you learn about the banner, you know. And that's had um, almost a million views. So it's it's a lot of people saying things, um, and it helps spread the word about what I am doing too. Yes, yeah, it certainly does. Brilliant. Is is this of all the challenges you've done? Is it is this the hardest, Gary, or would you can or one of the others? Where, where does it rank? Um. In terms of difficulty, twenty twenty four hours, isn't it? You know, so well again, this is your mindset because I was thinking mm-hmm. it's a year, <laughs> but you're breaking it down. It's um, you've got to break it down to make yeah. it more manageable. You yeah. know, I've always said it's a three hundred and sixty five pace jigsaw, and all I do is I put a piece in place every day. Yeah, and towards the end, you start seeing a picture. Um, the more you do, the bigger the picture becomes, and that's exactly what it is. Because when you think about it, it was to raise a million pound for two charities. Then it started involving lots of other people who are now doing things themselves. And it's just become more than we ever thought it would. Um, I do break it down in my head to make it more manageable. Yeah. Um, and, and it works. You know, I've had 127 people run full marathon distance with me. Some of those people went from couch to 5K this year and now they're doing marathon distances. Yeah, brilliant. You know, so there's there's over sixty people cycled full distances with me, including lots of children. Um, I think that's fantastic in itself. Brilliant. Setting people little goals, 
and when they're running with us, because they have slowed down, it's talking them through it and managing it needs diversional therapy of take the mind off what they're going through, compare it to the people who you're raising funds for and what they're going through, and you never ever look back. You know, you, you just think what's in front of you, um, what's behind you is gone. If you're 20 miles in, you've got an hour left, you know, and you're done. And that's what I said to people, and I said, you've come for three hours now, so get that other hour out of you, and you've done your first marathon. Yeah. And people just push on. I always, we talk about the Cumbrian weather, about it raining all the time, and yeah. I remember last year when it was absolutely lashing down, there was only two of us because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. And I started laughing, and the guy said, well, what are you laughing at? He said, what can absolutely be funny? And I said, I'll tell you what I'm laughing at. I said, somebody's going to walk out of the cancer ward today, and they're going to ring the bell signifying that they finish the treatment. Yeah. If they walk outside and it's like this, they'll stand in this rain, and they'll say, it's the nicest rain they've ever seen. Yeah. I said, today we're running somebody else's rain, and that's what we always do, that's what we're here for. And he just, he picked, he just picked both of us up, and I always tell that story when it's lashing down and people are struggling. I say, we're running in somebody else's rain. And somebody got me a, a decoration for a Christmas tree, and it actually said on it, running in somebody else's rain. You know, and it's just when you think back about what other people are going through and you compare it to what you're going through, it's just temporary, isn't it? It's just till you get finished and then you can sort yourself out. Yeah. You're, doing it, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for somebody else to give them the support that they need. Yeah. And that's how we, we get through the day. And it is one day at a time. Yeah. Um, today has run for tomorrow. And that's how we process it. And I process it like that for 11 months. I've got 23 days left to do. Yeah. You know, so and I only say those. I don't say them as days. as opportunities, opportunities to help other people. That's all they are. Yeah, it's very inspiring, Gary. Very inspiring, mate. Very good. So, so, uh, you, you, you're knowing, knowing you. I've spoken with you a couple of times now. Are you, are you thinking about what's next already, or are you just looking forward to these? You're looking forward to having a, a day off on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're going to New York at the end of the month, January, for our Alfie's birthday. So it'll put us all together um, as a family to do something together nice. for a few days. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll be training down, obviously. You know, um, I'll be knocking a hundred out a week. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I've got the, the treadmills in the gym. I've, I've I've got my route that I can use. I'll use different routes and go to different places. Yeah, um, and and I'll enjoy it. You know, I'll go for a run and. I'll probably stop and have a cup of tea somewhere and just do a bit of paper watching and yeah. watch the world go by. I'll, I'll live in the Lake District, so I've got plenty of beautiful places that I can that I can run in. Um, I yeah. remember I used to say to the wife, "You're a folk, aren't you?" She'd say, "Ah, all right, pick me up at Keswick," and I'd run over the mountains and do a thirty mile and drop into Keswick, and she'd come and pick me up, and I'd be sitting having my dinner somewhere, or fish and chips or something. Beautiful. And it's just, mm. you know, it, it, it's fantastic that I live in an area of outstanding beauty but i also live in an area of outstanding people people who are willing to support what i'm doing and get behind me and help yeah. me and that's what the community you know they're proud of what i'm doing and i'm proud to live in a community that supports me in the way that they do and it makes it easier when you're doing stuff it also makes it easier if you're doing something for somebody else because if you're just doing it for yourself it's it it's stop because you're only you know you're only letting yourself down yeah I don't want to let anybody down, which is why I never stop. You know, I've never failed in anything that I've set me me hard on doing. Um, it's all been about helping other people, and I watched my dad do that all his life. He, he used to dress up with Christmas in the old folks home with Santa, and he used to save his 
his money up and buy them presents and he used to sing Christmas songs to them and all that on Christmas Day and I just, you know, you can give people a lot of things but the most important thing you can never give anybody is your time and once yeah. my dad do that it's probably turned me into the person that I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's lovely to hear these stories behind, you know, because people see these, this is why I like doing the podcast, people see that you're doing challenges and they see other people doing challenges when you hear that there's stories like that behind it. It's... um. It's very inspiring, very yeah. yeah. So t- tell us where where people um, go to sponsor you and follow follow. Um, yeah, so I've got a just give a page mm-hmm. um, forward slash three six five, and the three six five is is written. It isn't the numbers; it's three six five is in the letters. Yeah. And at the moment, I think there's with the gift aid, it's about three hundred and twenty thousand pound um, at Incredible. the moment. So so we're doing okay. We're doing well. Um, it's very good. Whatever we get in, we get in. You know, that's a lot of money to help people. I always say to my children that £50 buys a food blender for somebody with throat cancer. So if you think of all the £50 in that 320000 that's a lot of people that you're helping. Yes. The people that you're reaching out to. But on the other side of it, it's people who are running with me, who's getting fitted, who's looking at things now and saying, I can do that. Whereas previously, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. You know, they've got that air of confidence about them to, to push themselves a little bit further, you know, to dip that toe in and just test it and see what it's like. Yeah. So yeah. It, the, there's lots of positives came out of it. Yeah. Gary, I'll, um, I'll include your, your link in the show notes. And when we're sharing this on, on through our channels as well, well, we'll share them and we'll tag you in so everyone oh, yeah. everyone can follow you as they're... Um, over these last these last twenty three, so but best of luck with these last yeah. twenty three. And over the when, when will you will your routine change on Christmas Day or not? You get out. No, you, there's, uh, yeah. there's loads of people out on Christmas Day. I, I thought they were going to be me and our boy, but I mentioned it a while ago. It was about June. I said about Christmas, and somebody said, "Well, I'll be out." And somebody else said, "I'm out." <laughs> and everybody kept it was like, oh, "I'm Spartacus. I am Spartacus. They were all, I'm out. <laughs> Why did you think you'd be on your own?" I said, "Because it's Christmas Day." Yeah. So, yeah. So there'll be a lot out. It won't change. The route won't change. The only day it will change is the final three six five where I finish at the rugby club, um, as opposed to at my house. And there'll be lots of people lying in the streets of Cleetermoor, um, like they did on the hundred and ten. Yeah. And then we'll be up at the rugby club for a, a grand finale. Brilliant, brilliant. Will Will you uh, Will you treat yourself to a beer then, New Year's Eve? I'll have a gallon of Sergio. Yeah, <laughs> you deserve one. I am a bit extreme. Um, yeah, I'll have, I'll have, we'll have a good time. That's what we'll have. Yeah. You know, and I, one thing I probably don't do enough of is is reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be time to start. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, it's incredible what you're doing. It is incredible. And yeah. And um, I hope you... Uh, yeah, take some time to reflect and enjoy your trip to New York with your family. Have a lovely Christmas, yeah. and um, yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I mean, everybody gets touched by pretty much everybody gets touched by cancer, and, and um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it's ama- it's a, it's an amazing amount of money that you raise, and it's a brilliant challenge that you're doing, and um, and best of luck with the rest of it. And I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll speak again soon when you're doing when you do whatever whatever yes, whatever crazy next. challenge you're doing next. Yeah, I'm sure we will, Matt. Yeah. All right. Thanks ever so much, Gary. No bother. Thanks very much, Joe.